0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Twinsler Podcast. I'm Katie Winsler, and I am Courtney Legall, previously Winsler. We are the Winsler twins, but people also call us the Twinslers. On today's episode, we have Thanksgiving highlights, LeBron's bad week, celebrity comebacks, haircut etiquette, question twins commonly get, and so much more. All right, Katie, let's start it off. How was your week? Oh, week was pretty good. Let's see here. Uh, I think one of the highlights for me was the new season of Selling Sunset was released. Uh, did you watch it? I did. I watched the whole thing in two days. Yeah, same. We just barreled through that. What'd you think? I didn't think it was as good as the first season, but I still, I like it. I like seeing all the like season houses. four now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then there's the last season. <laughs> wow. Uh, I like to see L.A. because it reminds me of Kelsey and, and being around her house and just, like, how much fun we always have and, like... I like to see all the LA sites, and then when we go visit her again, I can say, I saw that in the show, I saw that in the show, so I get really hyped about yeah. oh, you. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I really like to watch, well, like, real estate shows in general, like, Million Dollar Listing on Bravo, I think is a really good show, just because of that. I like to just see the houses and see where people live, in the area, I think, it's really interesting, so that's what I like about the show, even though I feel like none of these people are actually truly realtors, are they? Do, um, do they debunk I think that? they are realtors, because... If you look at the houses that are sold, like, Chriselle's name's on some of them. Yeah. Yeah. The thing with these shows, though, because we've had a couple friends that have been on these shows. My old boss was on, what's the one where you pick between three houses? Oh, yeah. House Hunters. House, He's yeah. on House Hunters International. Yeah. And what they do is they've already purchased a house. Yeah. And then they bring in the show, and then they, they show them, like, two other houses. Right. And their house that they already own. And they have to have the fights about what they like and what they don't like, but truly they already own that show. Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm ruining the magic for you. <laughs> yeah, because Kelsey knew someone too who was on that show, and they said on Selling Sunset, and they yeah. said they already owned the house. Yes, yeah. so that's how they do it because there's no real deal. That's none of that drama is really there. Yeah. Again, or- I'm sorry if we ruined the magic. <laughs> but regardless, it's fun to like t- to see that lifestyle and everything. So I think that's why I enjoy it. But I didn't get much from this season. I think they teed up the next season when it'll come out that it'll be good agreed um and i think we'll see it soon because it's kind of how they've been doing it at least with this series is that it appears based on the teasers that they already have the next season recorded and so they don't make you wait a long time for the next one and then it'll be a really big chunk of time then they'll come back yeah i wonder if it's like regular tv where they have the mid-season hiatus like the mid-season pause mm. it's kind of Netflix version of that yeah get you excited just enough for like sweeps week the equivalent where they do all of the these are the rankings yeah so they get you hyped enough that you watch that and then they take a little break and then they bring you back in yeah probably something like that I also do really enjoy that the the two the the two guys who run the company are the twins Oppenheim group. the Oppenheim group that they're twins I don't know I like that element of it yeah yeah twins are weird Weirdos. Uh, and then, I mean, the other, other thing, you were involved. I mean, every, big for everybody. It was Thanksgiving last week. Yeah. So, Grant and I went over to your place. Yeah, we you took the bird out on Saturday. And it was a 13-pound bird, so they said to take it out on Saturday. Yeah, so we it calculated time it and to, everything. To thaw out, but when you, when it came over and we unpackaged it, there was ice in the middle. Yeah, it was an ice skating ring. The neck or whatever was stuck inside and, of it. Yeah. Couldn't pull anything out. So we did get some flack because I posted on Instagram a picture of you using the hair dryer on cold to create a little bit of, of defrosting. Yeah, did you get any bad feedback where people were like, you're going to die? No. Oh. People were just laughing at you. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It worked. <laughs> but we did leave... The bag of innards in there on accident. Yeah, because it was so frozen, we didn't see it in there. Yeah, <laughs> but we cooked all of the outside meat to temperature. I was gonna say it was one of the juiciest turkeys I've had. We put the butter under the skin, got yeah. nice and crispy. I think it, it wasn't dry. dry. It was it was tasty. We definitely ate too much to eat pie, which is the first time I've ever experienced that. That's the first time I've ever experienced too. And Grant made us a pie yeah. and everything, and it was... we had it for breakfast and like we we ate the pie. Yeah, but I've been eating it the last few days. Yeah, it's just. That's the first time I've never been able to eat dessert on Thanksgiving. Just so uncomfortably full. Yeah. But it's good. What was your favorite uh, dish that we had? Favorite dish? I really like the beet salad you made. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I ended up roasting beets on the Traeger with the turkey while it was going. So I just wrapped them each individually in foil, roasted them for like an hour and a half, and then um, put them in an arugula salad. I think it was just nice to have a vegetable. Yeah, because everything else was butter and sugar and all the delicious things that are thanksgiving so I it think was like it's like a nice little break yeah i think it's so easy to forget the salad on thanksgiving because we didn't when we were planning everything we didn't talk about a salad and then i i always like to add a salad to meals just because of that you need some yeah, kind of light green and color yeah i agreed so what was your favorite um well i was gonna talk about this later and what we cooked but it's fine um i liked just because i liked the process of making it um, I made rolls that were in the shape of pumpkins, super cute. Yeah, so Grant's mom did that last year for Thanksgiving, and I absolutely loved it. So I wanted to try it this year. And you, you essentially like make a your own dough for the rolls, and then you um, shape them into a ball, and then you tie them with kitchen twine. Uh, so when they like expand and, and bake, then they're pulled in a way that uh, actually looks like a little pumpkin. So. That was my favorite. Yeah, they were really cute. It added a nice little festive element. Yeah. And then we played cards afterwards. Mm-hmm. We did boys versus girls. They beat us. And we lost. I was actually, That's actually kind of a shame. Yeah. Yeah, we should be the pros. I don't feel good about it, but I have to tell the truth. Yeah. We played a, a game called Pedro, which it says, we say it's an Italian game, but I actually think it was started in Colorado. Oh. Yeah. But we it, it from our Italian friends. Yeah. And I think Are it's Italian or Greek? I think they're Italian. Okay. Yeah. It's kinda like Pinochle. Is that what I've never played Pinochle? I never but played Pinocchio. When we've showed people how to play it, they think it's like Pinochle. Yeah. Anyways. It's a it's a four person game and our family plays it every time we're all together. Yeah. It's a good way to bond we're huge on playing games together because it's such a good way to bond and get people to interact with each other and put the phones down and we are also super competitive, which yeah. doesn't help. Yeah. So Yeah. Sounds like a good week. And then yesterday we did, we decided to do brunch and mini golf. Oh, yeah. Which was fun. Kyle and I parked at the boardwalk and then we skateboarded to brunch and met up with you guys. Was the boardwalk busy? It was was 10 o'clock, so it was medium busy. I'm telling you, I'll go to Pacific Beach anywhere from 7 a.m. to 11. And after that, everybody's waking up already. And then from like 11 o'clock to 3 or 4, going to Mission Beach, forget about it. When you texted me and said that you wanted to go to brunch Mm -hmm. and to go play mini golf in that area, starting at 10 a.m., I didn't know who you were. I knew if we got there at 10, we could find a parking spot, which we did. And then I knew if breakfast was close enough, we could just skate there so we wouldn't have to move our car. We wouldn't have to worry about a parking spot. So I was calm. As soon as my car was parked and I knew I could get from brunch, to mini golf which opened at 11 I was chill I was fine absolutely shocked if if I'm go, it's cause I've, I've been to so many birthday parties down there and so I'm like Let, let's just go have a picnic on the beach which sounds really fun but then you spend an hour circling that parking lot yeah. trying to get a parking space and there's traffic into it and I just then by the time I'm hanging out with people I'm just elevated stress and frustration I think it helps too that it's colder and there's not as many tourists yeah, right well, now we're out of tourist season which is really nice yeah it was a holiday weekend, but... Yeah, that's why I was wondering, are more people going to be here or not here? There was, some, there was a good number of people. I think it was a little more than usual, but... Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, anything else? Any other highlights? Any other highlights of the week? No, it was a pretty chill week. I yeah. you know. Just trying to get all my work stuff buckled up. Getting your Christmas shopping done. Yeah. I've, I've got what I want for everybody, waiting for Cyber Monday to see if any of the items are discounted. But I, this is the first time I've knock on wood I've had it on lock pretty early on did you buy yourself anything? no that's good yeah it's it's hard because people are asking me what I want for Christmas right now and I'm feeling really content with the stuff that I do have yeah so I don't really need anything at this point that's how I felt too yeah. when I was trying to put together a list so I was just googling cool stuff yeah. I like <laughs> which is stuff. cool I like experiences yeah same that's always a good one mm-hmm. yeah that was the week cool well should we hop into some topics yeah. Let's see here. You have uh, a note here about LeBron. Big LeBron week. Did right, you see me. he played against the Pistons? Mm-hmm. And they were one of – somebody was taking a free throw, and they were boxing out, and he had Isaiah Stewart, who's a Piston player, to the left of him. hmm And he moved his elbow to, like, kind of make room between him and Isaiah, and then he extended his forearm, and his fist went right into Isaiah Stewart's – Head, yeah, and to me, it looked intentional. It looked like he was just oh, yeah. like, Get out of my way. 100%, it thing. was intentional. I don't know if he intended, I don't think, I don't think he intended, he to intended for cause the, that harm. The blood because bath. after that happened, Isaiah, like, you just saw him get so upset, and like, okay, this guy's really, really mad. And then you look at his head, and it's just gushing, yeah, blood. there's blood everywhere. There's so much, like, he split his head open, yeah, and so then he is just trying to run down LeBron all around the court mm-hmm. and then he'd act all calm to the the people that were patching him up and then he'd break free of them and sprint towards LeBron. Yeah. He even tried to run through the tunnel all the way around to the other side so mm-hmm. he could get to him. It's pretty aggressive. It's pretty aggressive. I understand his frustration. I mean, LeBron can't get away with that. It was really it was a bad move. It was poor sportsmanship. It's you're a big guy. You're great at basketball. You don't need to resort to that yeah. to hurting people yeah so that was that was the first thing and then he recently he was playing the Pacers he had a $15,000 fine because it was a close game and he made a shot and then he did an obscene gesture which basically he grabbed himself in his special place uh huh like kind of like yeah what's up if I made that shot and uh yeah he got a $15,000 fine for it that's so crazy I know $15,000 yeah it's like that would pay off my student loans. <laughs> <laughs> that fine right there because he grabbed his crotch. He's just I what's happening to him? He's just a, like a crotchety old guy. Yeah, it was a grumpy <laughs> like a grumpy week for him. Yeah. So he's going through some yeah. stuff. And I'm usually a LeBron fan. I love that he is a a family man. I think he's with his high school sweetheart. Yeah. He had fame early yeah. and he's still with her and He's got his kids, and he's always at their games and everything, but it's going to be hard to be the best in the world and not have your head get a little elevated. Yeah. I used to always love LeBron, and mm-hmm. it's definitely faded over the years, though. Now I'm just kind of like, yeah, he exists. But yeah. I think he's really good. Well, of course he's really good. Yeah. That was a big week for him. Not a good week for LeBron. We'd like to see some redemption. Yeah. LeBron, if you're listening, <laughs> it's okay, man. We all have a bad week. We but bad Pick it up. <laughs> also, the Lakers aren't playing very well right now. Yeah. So that could be a factor in it. He's probably just frustrated because the team he has stacked should be stacked, right. but I think they're like I, I may be butchering this, but I think they're like nine and eight or something like that. It's pretty split. Right they now. don't have the score that they that you would think that they do. Yeah, the Kings just beat them on two nights ago. They went to triple overtime, which was fun to watch. But leading up to it, it wasn't a very high scoring game mm-hmm. until the end. I think they it was crazy. I think by halftime. They were probably at, like, around 40 points each. And then by the time that the game was over, it was, like, 120 points. Do you remember growing up in Placerville? Mm-hmm. You, you were a Kings fan. You had—because Sacramento is, like, 20 miles from Placerville, 30 miles from Placerville. Yeah. And so you had the people that were Kings fans, and then you had a couple of Lakers fans around. I remember mm-hmm. we had a couple friends. So— if we'd ever go to pizza places or anything, and the parents were watching the game, and we were watching the game, we'd try to make a bet on Kings versus Lakers. And I remember one time I bet, I think Ashley Shortridge, she's a Lakers fan, mm-hmm. that the Kings were going to win, and the Kings lost, so I had to wear my snowboard outfit to middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having to wear my snowboard, snowboard pants and just sloshing around. Sort oh, a horrible bet. Yeah. yeah. But we would, we would do stuff like that, because it was fun when the Kings and Lakers were... So it's good to see that they they beat them because I don't think that's been the story for a while. Yeah, well, and I think everybody now, well, a lot of the Lakers fans um, are saying that they should fire their coach. Yeah. So interesting what happens. always happens when you have a bit of a losing streak. Yeah, I mean the Kings just fired their coach Luke Walton this last week, so that's interesting to see what happens too. Right now they have an interim coach, and to see who's going to end up being their coach, my vote. Is Bobby Jackson? I think that would be That'd so, be so cool, isn't that awesome? He coaches the summer league team, and I believe they. Oh really? Yeah, I think they like won whatever championship they were in with the summer league. So I just think it. I think it'd do so much for the franchise to have somebody who obviously can coach and, and who's played on who's that team. played on the team. It's yeah. like a recognizable name coming back. I right now I feel like they're having trouble putting butts in the seats. So I think that would be an interesting play for them. But yeah. I think it'd be great. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, our next thing we have on the list is we're going to talk about Lindsay Lohan's return to the big screen. Okay. The medium screen. So the medium I was excited. screen. So she like thing? Yeah. Um, I was excited because she's coming, she's doing a Christmas rom-com. Oh, dear. Yeah. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is going to be so great. It's not coming out until 2022. So they're filming right now. Yeah. She's filming... She's actually a pretty good actress. Yes, yeah, so, the, well, first I'm gonna tell you about what the movie is. Okay. She's gonna portray a newly engaged and spoiled hotel heiress, Pearson, yeah. who finds herself in the care of a handsome blue collar lodge owner and his precious daughter after getting total amnesia in a skiing accident. Oh, God. Lindsay's Netflix role marks her first major acting gig since 2013, which wow. was The Shadows. So, yeah, I always thought growing up she was great. I mean, we saw her in Parent Trap. Loved her in impaired travel. No, there was one that she did that had, I believe, Jane Fonda and somebody else. I think that was her best acting that she's ever done. I need to find the name of this movie. Yeah, figure it out. And then we also, I mean, Mean Girls was iconic. Yeah. She was so good in it. She's funny. She was just what I pictured when I saw a high school girl at that time. That was cool. Yeah. That was Lindsay Lohan. The movie I was thinking of is Georgia Rule. Do you remember that? One? Oh, I do remember that. Man, she, I should watch that again. That was yeah. really good. I thought it was a good movie. And it also has Felicity Huffman in it. Yeah. Like, I thought she did a really good job in that yeah. film. So she I don't she fell off the wagon as did, you know, kind of all those people. I wrote down other names. You got I mean, Paris Hilton, mm-hmm. you've got Britt, you've got Amanda Bynes, you just have all those people that were It's so understandable. I think completely of myself. Oh my as gosh a 19 year old girl in Idaho at college and just like the embarrassment of that part of my life Yeah. versus but can you imagine people like giving you everything for free taking pictures of you everywhere all the freedom but then you get the bad people around you yeah and you have all the eyes on you it's Mm -hmm. crazy of course these people go insane yeah so I think they all they all were not done justice so it's really nice right now to see the revival of some of them Mm -hmm. so when I saw Lindsay this is amazing and it's good to see her come back um, we've seen Paris Hilton had a big comeback this year. Have you watched her documentary? No. Oh, really? She had a sad upbringing. She was kind of a, the rebel child. Mm-hmm. So her mom would ship her off to these, these camps, like the ones like scare straight. Obviously it wasn't like a, a sexual orientation thing, but it was like a, you go do manual labor and you Jeez. get, you get your behavior under control kind mm-hmm. of a thing. And it's just really crazy. You should watch the documentary. So she, that's kind of where she disappeared to for a while. Yeah. And now she's, and then she had the simple life and everything, but then the partying scene, and now she's back. And Yeah, she's actually super smart. She's super smart. She's a businesswoman. (laughs) Her mom is the greatest addition to reality TV you've ever seen in your life. Really? Courtney, I haven't watched. Is it Beverly Hills? Yes. Housewives of Beverly Hills. This, I think she just joined this season, maybe last, but... Kathy Hilton Real is Housewives TV Hills. freaking gold. Okay, she's amazing. That's good to know because I didn't like what she did to her daughter. No, you're you're gonna love her. Okay, and then what else do we have? Um, I would like I would like to see Amanda Bynes come back. She's really. Have you seen her recently? Isn't she under conservatorship too? Yeah, she's the same situation that Brittany has, but she has like a face tattoo. Yeah, and she just she just looks like. She's had a really hard time. I'd yeah. like to see her get help. And she doesn't have to come back to acting or anything. But it just you, because she was one of those people. You know, you watched uh, all that, and you watched the Amanda, the Amanda show. Divine, the Amanda show. <laughs> she was a Nickelodeon superstar, and then she was what's the show with Channing Tatum? Oh yeah, she's it. all that. No, no, <laughs> she's all that. It's um, a soccer movie. Yeah, yeah. I'll look it up because I need to. She plays now. her. She goes to college and she plays soccer as her brother. Yeah. Gosh, why can't we think? It? It's based on a Shakespeare play. Really. Yeah, like the the main story. Um, what? Is, sorry, I have to find it. And she falls in love with Channing Tatum, who's her teammate. She's supposed to be her brother, so Channing's not necessarily falling in love with her. They're just friends. Channing she's Channing. the man. Oh, I said Lindsay Lohan because yeah. she's the man. That's what it is. She's, she's the man. She's the man with Channing Tatum. I'm sorry if you're listening to this right now and you're yelling, "She's the man, <laughs> man at us!" Right now, we got there. Okay, we didn't even use the Google properly. <laughs> <laughs> the Google. The Google. <laughs> So I'd like to see Amanda make a comeback, and then I also, I'm going to pose the question to you, who would you like to see make a comeback, but I'll tell you mine, and I know you don't agree with it, okay. and it's not necessarily a comeback, because they didn't fall off, so it's just something, you know, we've seen so many of these 90s and I, early 2000s come say. back. Wait, let me guess before wait, you tell me. so we've seen, you know, JLo lo and Ben are back together, and you just see all these n- n- nostalgia. Yeah. So, who do you think? I think you're, wait, you're talking a couple now? Yeah. Oh, I thought there was one person that you'd want to see who, like turn their life around. Who are you gonna say? I'd say Aaron Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I have hope for him, but man. there is nothing good happening with that guy. Right? I he mean, he needs he needs he just a baby, but he needs some assistance for sure. That's a mess. No, no, no. The one I'm talking about that I know you totally don't agree with. Oh dear, is I want to see Jen Aniston date david schwimmer no i know you don't agree i know you don't agree no but i'm rewatching some of the old seasons and the chemistry they have and then if you watched the friends reunion yeah you saw them both talk about how they both had crushes on them at different times when they were married to other people and i just think that would be such a good couple no why don't you like it she's just elevated to such another level now you can't marry brad pitt and then okay. go back to David Schwimmer. But what makes Brad Pitt better than David Schwimmer? It's Brad Pitt. Because he looks good and he acts. <laughs> David Schwimmer is nice. He had this, like... Okay. Well, now you're just making me sound like a <laughs> well, they have a lot of commonality. I they have a huge bond from their jobs they did earlier. He's funny. You know he would take good care of her. I don't know. I think, I think it's perfect. So that's mine that I want to see happen. I would love to see David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston date. And I'm not taking it back. I, I didn't ask you to. Okay. Do you have anybody that you can think of that you would like to see have a, either a revival or a, a comeback story? Um, I, it's, I mean, it's hard to think off the top of my head, but one person, Brandy was on the AMAs the other day. Brandy, Ray J's sister? Yeah. My she, first my you, first you loved her I ever had. She looks stunning. That's you she, get the chance, Google a picture of Brandy. She looks exactly like she did in the 90s. So maybe it'd be cool for her to come back with just her career again. But that's just an actress right now. Yeah. It's not a great answer. I don't feel strong about that answer, but that's just the person who popped in my head first. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, if you think of anybody else throughout the pod, feel free to just interrupt along the way. I'll pop in. Okay. Now you have Jonathan Taylor Thomas. There it is. (laughs) There it is. JTT. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think there's somebody in the NFL right now. He's such a heartthrob. Did you watch? I watch All the Way Home every year now. No. Is it All the Way Home? It's his Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta watch it. I think it was his last movie. Yeah. He was was great. He He was was awesome. You don't meet a girl that lived through the 90s and doesn't say... JTT JT was teacher. a heartthrob. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was a and great there's, one. Thank you. And there's somebody in the NFL, I think it's the NFL, whose name is Jonathan Taylor. And every time they say it, Grant, I think it's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. It's just top of mind. Man, I'd love to see him in something again. Yeah. All right, you have written down here, haircuts. <laughs> What's this about? Okay, so this is just something I would like to introduce. Kind of like the massage mm-hmm. conversation we kind had in editing. the first pod. Yeah, I want to understand... The what is yeah? What is the etiquette? What do you do in these situations? So I only have like kind of one or two things. But I got my haircut last week. I cut off like six inches. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute since I went and got a haircut. And I know this is different for you because you have your neighbor who's your friend who cuts your hair. So you're not experiencing this right now. But but have I have had had a lot of haircuts. A lot of haircuts. lot of haircuts. So what is like? Standard etiquette when I'm sitting there in the chair. I got I have this cape on. I don't feel great about myself I'm just facing a mirror Staring at this mirror the whole time Do what do you do? Do you look at your phone? Are you looking around the room? What do you do with yourself in that time? Are you watching the person cut your hair? Yeah, unfortunately, I Don't look at my phone. Yeah, I look at the mirror or I if they're talking to me I talk to them because my thing is, I never, you know, they're always like, put your head down, you put your head up, put your yeah, head yeah. down. You don't wanna I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess up. If I have my hand up and they're trying to reach over, yeah. I, I don't want to interfere with what they're doing. And they always have, like, magazines there, too. So do you grab a magazine? Yes. Because at one time, I was getting my hair done. And this was when I was getting highlights. So it's a, a little bit of a longer time. But she's foiling my hair. I'm sitting there. We're having a conversation. And she said, wow, you haven't looked at your phone once. You're the first person, I think, that hasn't looked at their phone while sitting here. I was just thinking... Oh, am, am I? Am to I, am is I this weird? weird? Yeah. Are you like? Are you uncomfortable because I'm not looking at my phone? Yeah. I mean, I understand if she puts foils on my hair and walks away, and yeah. I'm just sitting in the chair. Of yeah. course, I'm going to do that. But yeah, so standard we think is you're getting a haircut. You don't. You're not looking at something. You don't look at something. I, I don't, don't look at something. Look at something. I. Th- I don't know because. If I were a hairstylist, yeah. I wouldn't want to make small talk. I would just want to cut their hair. One of the most painful things in my life it is small talk. It hurts so like bad. That. It hurts so bad. I wish I wish there was an option where you could just say I don't need conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sad that that's where we are in this point mm-hmm. of life that it's so painful to just have a conversation with somebody, but I kind of think a haircut is like a relaxing thing. I mean, the woman gave me a scalp massage Mm -hmm. that was incredible. She's cutting my hair. It's just kind of my own time to sit there. I would, I would love to put headphones in. Do people put headphones in? Maybe. does that? Like, I want to listen to my podcast. (laughs) Somebody just like. Oh, it, I don't have <laughs> cut the yeah. Word. I don't have cordless headphones, <laughs> like, wireless headphones. But yeah, somebody accidentally say, like, "Oh, oops." Yeah, see, again, I would be self conscious because I would be thinking, "What if they, what if they have a direction for me?" Yeah, yeah. what if like, it, is that okay? And you're just sitting there. Mm-hmm. It just makes it off- even more awkward. Yeah. So if you know the haircutting etiquette, yeah, maybe we'll put a poll on the Twins Life podcast, yeah, to talk about it because we don't know it and we might be making everybody very uncomfortable. Yeah. I would hate that. Yeah. I don't I don't want to make their job harder. I'm trying to make their job easier, and I might be making their job harder in the time. And then yeah. they ask me things about my hair that I'm like, I should research just going into it. They should be like, <laughs> do you want longer layers? Do you want shorter layers? Yeah. Do you want it like tapered by your face? And then I'll, I usually just say, what do you think looks what good? What do you think is going to look good on my face? <laughs> I'm sure that's annoying too. Yeah. I would hate that mm-hmm. for somebody to be like, you want me to make the call on something how that's going to impact look. how you look. Yeah. And I think that's... I think by now I should have answers to those things. Like, when I go get my nails done, I say, I want you to file it this way. I want this color. I'm very aware. But maybe it's just because I get haircuts so infrequently that Mm. it's just kind of... How frequently do you get a haircut? Uh, Now it's probably every four to five months. Yeah, I think I'm around there, too. Yeah. I'm trying to grow mine right now. I I have this idea that I'm going to grow it and then do locks of love. Oh, nice. But that's a lot of hair how much it, ha- it would out. have to be long I'm i think it's like 12 inches or something oh wow that's a lot it's a lot yeah so it's we'll see we'll see how much longer you know it's getting really wintry and when it gets dry yeah then your hair gets kind of static like if you wear a sweater it just kind of starts doing that thing really, i think that's what pushed me to get my hair cut. yeah I'm, I'm getting close to that point so my romantic idea of donating my hair might go out the window because i'm just so frustrated with how staticky it's getting yeah I feel that. Yeah. Well, speaking of opinions, let's let's move into doubling down. All right. Mine is people don't need to say sorry for the photo dump. Yeah. Sorry for another picture of my baby. Sorry for another picture of my dog. Yeah. Post anything you want. It's your social media. If somebody doesn't want to look at your stuff, they can swipe past it. They can unfollow you. They have that option. It's so silly to me because people have ideas in their head of how much you should post to Instagram or oh, this person posted X amount. Like that's crazy that you share that much. It's just everybody has these own ideals in their head and it's your social media. So you can do whatever you make makes you happy Whatever you want to share. 100%. It's just so crazy that we all have... You have a puppy. It's post all the pictures of the puppy. I want to see all the pictures of your new baby. If I get tired of seeing pictures of your baby or your puppy, then I'll scroll past them. Yes. It's that easy. If you're posting it all the time and I'm like, okay, enough of your wedding pictures, I can mute you. You have that option. I have you the option. You don't like it, do, then you can do that. So I get a little frustrated when people do that. And for me, I post on social media and, you know, I've had to get three or four different phones since i got instagram back in 2012 or whenever it came out Mm -hmm. and i've lost a lot of pictures because i wasn't saving things to the cloud because the cloud still freaks me out yeah so i've lost a lot of pictures with those phones and i can go back through my instagram feed and i can still have those memories i can still see everything in the back and so i love to preserve those memories and i'm happy that i posted those things as long as i'm happy with what i posted Mm -hmm. that's all that matters right so, that's my thing. You don't have to explain or apologize or say sorry for the photo dump. If you want to share those photos, share those photos. Heck yeah. yeah I wonder why people feel the need to say sorry for this. I feel like they're going to annoy people by sharing stuff or like filling up their feed, people can scroll past you. If they don't like it, then they can do something about it. Yeah. Don't apologize for being you and sharing your life. I really, there's something that I, I just want to go through and only follow like 30 people on social media I have days like that but then and I, and I go to it and I'm like I'm literally never going to see this person again in my life mm-hmm. they're a part of my daily life now because I see what they're posting and everything mm-hmm. and I want to just unfollow but there's something about it that I can't make the move just yet I started in my head thinking if I'm not going to wish this person a happy birthday if I'm not going to write them a happy birthday post yeah. if, I don't, if I don't feel comfortable enough to say that to them yeah. happy birthday of everything then I'm going to unfriend them. Because yeah. if, if we don't have that kind of relationship, why do we need to continually share our lives, basically? Yeah. It's kind of my motto on social media right now. Or if somebody just... I don't like them. <laughs> Which <laughs> doesn't happen often. But politics are crazy. Okay. You said... yours is about the dog park. No babies or no food at the dog park. Yes. Now, I will say this. Okay. If you have a a little baby strapped to your chest. Okay, so how about no non-secured babies? Yes, (laughs) the non-secured babies freak me out. If If your toddler's running across the dog park and a lab is chasing a ball and that lab knocks over your baby, that's your fault. I'm gonna feel like a trash human if one of my dogs comes over and hurts your child. I'm gonna not, feel so. Not like not so, gonna go up and bite them, but just, no. If, if Bodie's chasing a ball or he, Molly's too excited to see the puppy, yeah, or the baby, the baby that they have no control. They're a dog. They're an animal. I it's I an think, off-leash dog park. Yes, and I think our dogs are well-trained dogs. Like I don't think that our dogs are gonna run over and tackle a small child. No. But I see accidents happening. I see dogs playing. They're running around. We get knocked by them all the time. I almost fell over today. Yeah. People at the dog park get knocked by dogs, but they understand because they're dog people. So they can't, you can't, I never feel bad about that happening. Unless there's a really old woman there who's like standing with her tiny dog. I feel bad about that, but there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. So yeah, I just, and then when somebody has food. Oh my gosh. Why would, ugh, I understand like today we want to, To get breakfast and walk over there and have, like, a Starbucks. You had a, what like, a pastry of sorts. I didn't bring it in. You didn't bring it in there. I made sure to finish it before we got into the park. And I I could see how, like, sometimes that could happen and you wouldn't even think about it. Or when people have treats for their dog. Like, in one of those pouches. Yeah. Dude, I totally understand. You're trying to train your dog and enforce good behavior. But my dog comes over and just sits there and is going to harass you the whole time. And I'm going to have to pull my dog away from you and say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But... You literally have food there that he wants. Yeah, it's so hard. It's it's hard. The etiquette is important at a dog park because we don't have all control. We've yeah. we can communicate to our dogs to an extent, right? But you can't say, "Hey, that's a baby." Yeah, it's a free for all. It's yeah. running around. It's crazy. It's awesome. I'm so grateful for dog parks. So secure your babies. Secure baby to your dog. food. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Okay. I decided now that we're gonna we get a lot. We get asked a lot of questions as twins. Right. Because it's, we're a genetic miracle, whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. We're just like a, it's <laughs> a rarity. So I'm, I just looked up questions that twins get. And so I'm going to ask you a couple of them. Okay. Um, well, you're going to answer two. Yeah. I'll answer two, but some of them you can just explain to people. So here is one. Who is the older twin and how far apart are you? Uh, so I am the older twin. Uh, also referred to as baby A and you are Katie and I'm Katie (laughs) I would hope that people can understand who I am Um, but yeah we were we technically have the same time on our birth certificate uh, because our mom had a Mm c-section an emergency c-section yes and I think I should have been born first nobody agrees but if you think about it you were pulled out first which means you were at the top and I would have been closer to the exit no because you cut right here, this baby. you can't, I really just can't see it on a podcast. Okay. But you're cut lower, so whatever baby was going to come out first so is going to be pulled out first. Technically, Katie entered the world first, but if you're looking at our birth certificates, we have the exact same time of birth. Yes. And what, I am always going to be baby A. Are you identical twins or are you fraternal? Identical. What is the difference? <laughs> so... Identical is when one egg is fertilized and splits into two eggs. And then fraternal is when two separate eggs are fertilized. So fraternal is genetic and it can be passed along. It usually it's recessive. It's recessive and it usually skips a generation. That's recessive. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, it usually skips generation. So we have no likelihood that we're gonna have twins i mean no, we don't have twins in the family we have no twins in the family so it's basically a crap shoot we could have twins but if we did it would just we're be, no more likely to have twins than anybody that doesn't have twins in their family correct yeah did you guys ever switch places yes we twice tried. twice yeah because in middle school we switched and i went to your english class mm-hmm. and you went to pe uh-huh. and miss what was, our, what was your english teacher's name gacy Miss Gately, yeah. Right? Miss Gately. Miss Gately was our English teacher and she'd asked for a homework assignment <laughs> that you didn't do. And so I spent 15 minutes looking through my bag trying to find this homework that didn't exist and like just making excuses because I didn't know. But she totally thought I was you. So we got away with it. I just, I had the, the miserable time of not turning the homework. And then you went I, to my PE class. I went to PE class and I set a record for both of us. For girls. hurdles. The yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you had a really good day in PE. Mm-hmm. And I, you did not have a good day in English. I did not have a good day in English. Did the PE teacher, did he make you, remember, he made you stand up in front of everybody? Something. I think he knew afterwards. I think people were like, were. I don't think he knew. So everybody was being weird and giggly. Yeah. And so he made you stand up in the middle of the class and tell the class, whatever's going on, stop it. (laughs) And it was you that was being me. Yeah. And then the other time we did, you went to drama for me. Was this in high school? In high school. Oh. I don't remember where I went for you. Probably Mr. Maloney's class. No, I was going to say probably Mr. uh, Kent's class, English class. But I don't think we got away with it. I think the drama teacher caught us. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, just switched us back. Yeah. So we don't do it a lot. I mean, if you look at us, we look similar, but I don't think we look exactly like it would have to be more of a beginning of the year prank that you pull but uh, april fools comes in april obviously so they have like a whole semester getting to know you yeah and it's hard when you have a bunch of people in your class who know who's who they're going to be googling and making it obvious one one of the things that's the most painful for me as a twin is when somebody comes up to me and has a full-on conversation with me and i i don't know who they are But I think in my head, shoot, I've met you somewhere, but I don't remember, so I feel like a jerk, so I'm going to sit here and talk to you. But then midway through the conversation, I realize they think I'm Courtney, so then I have to make the decision, do I tell this person who's had this whole conversation with me that, oh, sorry, I'm the other twin, or do I keep the facade going and just hope that it ends and they don't know? Yeah, it's worse for me because... (laughs) When, that's not always how it goes for you. Sometimes you just kind of like quiet and ignore them and don't have the most positive interaction. Maybe somebody that I'm friends with. Like in college this happened a lot. And you just kind of ice them. And then they think I'm being a jerk. Or like we have some beef or something. Well, it's hard when it's somebody you don't know who's trying to talk to you. How am And my then legs? one time <laughs> you were in the polio lab. Polio lab. P-O-L-Y-A. That's it, how you say it. Was it our sounds weird lab. as we're saying it. Yeah, yeah. Math lab in college. Math lab. It was... Um, you essentially, for some math classes, it's a requirement that you go in each week and spend like X amount of time. Like study hall. Yeah, in this lab and you can get help. And it was just for the higher-ish level of math and you had to scan in with a card. And so they knew how long you were in there. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Yeah, there was a guy there and he was just bugging you nonstop. Mm -hmm. And you gave him my number (laughs) or my social media or whatever. You connected us. Your phone number? No, no, no. He was interested in you, and he had been like talking to me and flirting with me, and I was very annoyed. And then I realized he thinks I'm Courtney. (laughs) And (laughs) then I did. You gave him him my contact number. (laughs) I hate you for that because. I, I never made contact with him, obviously. I had no reason to. But I, every Thanksgiving, I would get a happy Thanksgiving thinking about you, like Trent, or whatever his name was. <laughs> it's just the worst. Oh, so good. Yeah. The one thing that we don't like about being twins is when people compare us, which I think is pretty natural. That's, That's the hardest part. But like in high school and stuff, people would come up to you and they'd be like, oh, you're the this twin. Yeah. Oh, I like you better because of this. And it's kind of backhanded because you're like, oh, "Thank you for the compliment," but you're also, Ooh, yeah, dissing my best friend. Yeah, like, it's like we never asked for you to compare us. Never. No, That's no. not anything we, that we want. see ourselves as sisters. Yeah, we're really close, but we're not the same person, so we're gonna have differences. Exactly. So if you ever have a twin in your life, don't say, "Oh, you're the this twin," or yeah. "Oh, you have this trait," because we don't. Like that, yeah. <laughs> it's really hard when somebody puts a label on you, and, yeah, and says, Oh, you're the one with the bigger head, yeah, and, thank you, yeah, <laughs> oh, I can tell you because Courtney's ears stick out more, I'm yeah, like, okay, cool, like, well, thank yeah, you, people, people, insecurity. yeah, people just point out the how thing. they tell you apart, yeah, it's, yeah, that's the hard part. Yeah. I get sure. Courtney's ears stick out more, I can see her, I'm like, Thank you yeah. so much for just putting a, a light on this flaw of mine, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a hard part, but luckily. I think we are pretty good about letting things roll off our backs. Yeah. And I think we're pretty understanding. That's and, yeah. Yeah. Just, that's it. That's a helpful tip if you've got twins in your life. For sure. Well, let's move on to San Diego's spot of the week. I thought this would be interesting because we love San Diego. We explore San Diego a lot, and we're passionate about San Diego. Yeah. Now, you live in Bankers Hill. Uh-huh. Nobody come and find Katie's house. <gasps> no. She lives in Bankers Hill, which is close to Balboa Park. We walk there before the podcast every time. I'll take Moose here. We'll walk Moose and Molly and Bodie to the Starbucks, and then we'll go to the dog park. And if you come to San Diego, you live in San Diego, wherever you are, got to spend time in Balboa Park. I think Balboa Park is my favorite part of San Diego. It's mine. Yeah. It's mm. stunning. It's so, gorgeous. It's this giant park that has all these really cool structures in it because it was that area was created for a World's Fair, correct? Correct. Yeah, so it has a lot of, I think, spanish Spanish style inspired, inspired arch- spanish architecture. Inspired architecture. Yeah, just absolutely gorgeous. It has a, a tower in it and a lot of museums. Full of museums, full of greenery. Uh, there's a palm tree canyon that's amazing. Yeah, big dog park that we love. So the person that designed it is the same person that designed the Central Park. Oh, nice. That makes sense. So, if you if you know Central Park's reputation, then yeah, Balwell course. Park is like a tropical one. Yeah, that's where, also it. where the zoo is. Do you say that? It's all. It didn't. That's also where the zoo lives. Yeah. And the zoo started because at the World Fair, yeah. uh, they brought some animals over, and they had a couple lions in cages. And the jerks that brought the animals just left them. Yeah. So, they, I think the legend goes that Henry Wege, Harry Wegoforth. He heard the lions roar and, or not, no, Wegaforth didn't create the zoo. Sorry for that, cut <laughs> <laughs> Somebody heard the lions roar and decided we should have a zoo here. And yeah. so they took care of the remaining animals, opened up the zoo. So the zoo is there as well. It's just, it's a gorgeous place. It's awesome. And I know you and I were talking about doing December nights mm-hmm. because you live here and you can walk up there. So explain what December that is. nights is Christmas extravaganza. Basically there's lights all over the park. They, do. they have a giant like Santa and reindeer set up mm-hmm. in the middle, which looks really cool. They have food trucks everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's a big organ that they play Christmas music on, and there's caroling and everything. It's a really Christmas festive. There's At part of Bobo Park, there's this little town area, and it's these different buildings, and each oh, yeah. building represents a different country. Mm-hmm. So, those different countries will prepare different foods that you can try that are traditional for Christmas. That for Christmas. It's great. The only thing about this year bad and good is it's a drive-through event this year oh that sucks it sucks that's not good well the only thing i'm saying is good like kudos to them they're still trying to like be covid safe and not because i know it sucks and it's been a long time and everything but that event gets a crowd so i understand they're trying to be safe i I no longer want to go but we're not going to go anymore. yeah which stinks because yeah. they're just trying to do it. Well, basically, all the food trucks are going to be there, and you can drive up and go to whatever food truck you want to go to, and you can see the lights. They have different lanes for different food trucks that you can go uh, to, and then you drive through, and you see all the lights. So I kudos to them for trying to create an alternative event. We've All we've needed is alternative events in the last two years or so, but I think we, we hold off and we go next year because if anybody's listened to this podcast, you know that traffic stresses me out, and <laughs> <laughs> cars are not my forte, so... I think we're going to have to skip out on that one this year. But Balboa Park is our our San Diego place of the week. Yeah, for sure. He gets his flea meds tomorrow. Does he have fleas? <laughs> no. <laughs> he has dry skin, huh? Because it's the winter. I mean, our girls have dry skin. But he it brought fleas in there. here? He doesn't. I promise he doesn't have fleas. Okay. On to our last segment of the day. We've got slang of the youths. Okay. I caught myself saying this one yesterday, and I've never said it before. <laughs> so that's why I decided to incorporate it. Mm-hmm. That slaps. That, that slaps. <laughs> yeah. Tell me more. It, it basically means that's excellent, that's incredible. You know, you have you a milkshake, and it's the best milkshake you've had in a really long time. You're just dang, that slaps. So that's, that's cool. What's the origin? Like, that, why are we saying it slaps? I think that it hits would be what my guess is. The derivative, like that hits the right spot kind of a thing. (laughs) Are we sure? No, I'm not sure. That's what I'm (laughs) guessing right now. This is purely conjuncture. (laughs) But I would think, you know, it hit the right spot. That slaps. Hit and slaps are parallel. Yeah. Okay, so I looked it up, and according to dictionary.com, so this one is legit, this is legit this time, um, they said. Well, consider this. We call an extremely successful song a smash hit. And a song that we personally love, it's our jam. Smash hit, jam, slaps, these terms, and many more, use direct smack dab, force, contact, and motion as a metaphor for excellence. There you go. Okay. So something's good this week? Slaps. Yeah, that, that slaps. That's all we have on the pod for today. If you've listened this far, thank you so much for joining us.